0: Welcome back to the Moms Who Money podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a regular listener, welcome back. I am so grateful for you being here today. You're gonna love today's topic. I have a special guest. It's gonna be amazing. But first, if you've been listening to the show for a while and you were really finding value in the show and you find that you keep coming back for more, would you please take a second to rate the show five stars? There's two ways to do it either on Apple iTunes or on Spotify. It literally takes a second. You can quickly hit pause and come right back. Another fun way to help the show grow is to write a review. There's only one official way to do that, and that's using Apple iTunes. And if you listen on iTunes, please take a moment to write a review. It would honestly take you 30 seconds to a minute, and it would, first of all, mean so much to me because I love reading your reviews. They literally make my heart smile. And also, the more ratings and reviews that the show gets, the more that sneaky algorithm picks up that the show exists and then it actually gets suggested to more moms that way. It's so funny how many people reach out to me after a friend had suggested that they listen to my podcast and then start following me on Instagram. Money is such a taboo topic that most people don't talk about. You could have a friend or even a family member who seems like they're doing fine, but they really need financial help. And you wouldn't even know because they're not talking about it. When you just simply share a screenshot of the show on your stories or even send someone a link to listen to an episode, it's part of a ripple effect that could potentially change someone's life forever. Do you remember how you even found the show? You might have had someone recommend it to you. Or was it suggested on your podcast app? Or did you hear one of my numerous podcast interviews on someone else's show? Either way, you're here. And you're interested in changing your financial situation, right? So think about all those people that you know whose lives could change just from being here. And then when you post your screenshot, please remember to tag me at EileenJoyMoneyCoach on Instagram. And I will definitely share your story on my stories and give you a shout out. I also want to let you know that last week I had an amazing birthday. Sebastian and I went out for dinner. He insisted that he pay. He was such a gentleman. We went out to a nice restaurant. We had an amazing dinner and we had great conversation and he was so polite like he always is. And every time we go out anywhere, the waitress always compliments him just on him being him. And he's just like, whatever, this is who I am. <laughs> but, you know, they're always like, you're the most well-behaved child or you're you're so well-spoken or whatever. And it, I mean, it feels good to me, but he always has like this, like this look on his face, like he's just beaming with pride. And then I just get so proud of him. And he just, he loves that. But anyway, so at the end of the dinner, they came out and they gave us dessert with the candle and he sang to me and it was so sweet. <laughs> and then the owner of the restaurant came over to him And shook his hand and said, you know, it's so nice of you to be such a gentleman and take your mother out and treat your mother this way. And it was just so nice. And he, again, was beaming with pride. And he was like, well, why wouldn't I take my mother out for her birthday? You know? And I was like, (laughs) aw. And um, I don't know. It was just so nice. We just had such a great time. And thank you to all of you who reached out to wish me a happy birthday. And then also, one more thing before the interview gets started – is I had an overwhelming response to my birthday offer of the 30-minute free coaching session. Thank you to everyone who applied, and you all should have received your email with the link to book a call. I am so excited to meet all of you and to help you with, and get all your questions answered. So now let's move on to our interview this week. You're gonna love it. I love this time of week on Tuesdays when the podcast comes out, and especially when I have a special guest. And today we have, she's dancing. and you can't see her right <laughs> now, but she's so excited. <laughs> she is dancing and getting raring to go. We have a special, special leadership coach here today. Her name is Josie Laika, and she is the leadership coach for strong and sensitive women. That's me. <laughs> and basically it, it's all about people who are, want to go big and live big careers and lives. And she says that we're women who lead with heart. And sometimes we fall into that self-doubt or playing small, which happens to a lot of women. And then with encouragement and reframing, and of course, the mindset that we always talk about so much, we can shift that into being bolder and getting all that we want and deserve. And so, for over three years, Joe has specialized in hiring, training, mentoring, and managing women into leadership positions. She facilitates leadership workshops at Google. She speaks at the Harvard Club on leadership. She's been filmed by CNN for her powerful public speaking workshop. And her signature leadership program is featured in INC Magazine. So, welcome, Joe. to Multimoney. Well, thanks, Eileen. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you today. You have so much to offer women. It's unreal. And I always start with three questions. So three questions before we get started. And these are fun questions. So the first one, you know, we're we're about money here, right? Mm -hmm. So what is something that you've splurged on recently and
1: why? Oh, I got a facial. I got a 90-minute facial. my favorite. <laughs> right? I, <laughs> I wanted to go to this spa, but they were fully booked for massage appointments. So I was like, well, what else do you got? And so they said, well, we have a facial. Do you want like, you know, the 55-minute one or the 90-minute one? And, and my splurge was like, do it up. Let's do the big one. <laughs> Hey, Sometimes your facials first. feel
0: way better than yeah. massages for me. Yeah. Like, I feel way more relaxed after a facial and then I also look really good. So that's uh, awesome. Yeah. Facials are the best. So what is something that you're saving for now?
1: Oh, golly. You know, I'm not much of a saver because I have a really good, uh, I've I'm proud to say I've grown a financial portfolio that I am debt free. So I know. So if I want something, I basically usually just go buy it. Um, But I can, I'm considering some things. I'm I'm thinking about taking my family of four to Europe for Christmas this year. So um, not saving necessarily, but kind of, I went online and realized, oh, that's, that's a chunk of change. The airlines (laughs) are back. So so I'm considering spending some of my money there. Yes.
0: That sounds fantastic. Yeah. Where are you going to go in Europe? Do you know?
1: Well, you know, I was thinking we'd fly into Paris and then make our way south, like do a triangle, like go all the way down. Maybe, you know, my sons have never been or they haven't been since they remembered. So I thought, you know, go through France and Italy and then maybe end up in Greece. So that's my dream. My thought. I'm tagging
0: along. I'm going to bring my son to adopt you. Right. <laughs> Come on. Let's do it. <laughs> so what is something that you're grateful for today?
1: Oh, you know what? I'm grateful for being here right now. Like when you just introduced me, I thought, man, she sounds cool. (laughs) And I don't know that I woke up feeling all that. Yeah. And it's lovely to have these moments to be able to kind of almost take in, wait, I have done a lot or I am uh, doing okay. So I'm really grateful to have this boost of just getting to speak with you and your community and realize you know, when we're in community, when we're sharing, that's when we we kind of teach ourselves, oh wait, I I've been through this road and I have something to offer and that's boosting. So I that was the first thing that came to my mind is um thank you for having me. It makes me feel good today.
0: I'm so glad. It's so fun to hear someone talk about you in a way that you don't normally talk about yourself. Right. Right. And hear it back. Yeah. That's the best part. is hearing all of your accomplishments because women in particular are not good at celebrating themselves as a whole. Nope. Right. We tend to focus on the negative and the, I didn't get to that yet, or I should have done that, or I have my to-do list and I did 27 of the 29 things, but I'm not celebrating that I did 27 of the 29 things.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Yep. I call it to-do list tyranny. Yeah. Where we we have this tyrannical list that we continue to make every day in our lives of stuff that's yet to be done. And we never really have a to-done list. Like, look at everything I've already done. Yay. Yeah. Yay me. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm.
0: So before we really dive in, because we could probably just start diving in mm-hmm. right now and just talk for hours, but I really would love for you to tell your story of Mm-hmm. How you got to where you are now? How did you get started coaching? How yeah. did you start helping women? What yeah. was your idea? How did it just how was it the idea one day, like, oh I'm gonna go
1: do that? You know, how, yeah. did, how did you get started? No, my journey is probably a a fairly um, novel one. Straight out of college, I wanted to see the world. And so back in the late 80s, the only way that I could think of that was available to me was being a flight attendant. And I thought, "Eh, that's not quite me. But I found this emergency, this emerging industry of um, active travel, like being a tour guide. Um, And so I ended up being a tour leader for for this active company where we led biking and hiking and walking trips and kayaking trips all over the world and i ended up taking that for a career ride Uh, i ended up starting at that company just as like a little kid graduated from college but the industry exploded and i became part of the leadership team sort of organically creating the curriculum to train future guides for the company as we grew from like a staff of 37 tour leaders to like 700 to 1,000 when I finally left the company. So I just had this really interesting organic um, introduction into leadership, where I knew how to lead a trip. I and then I started teaching others, and then I created a a whole training module for new hires, how to basically leverage your emotional intelligence to take strangers on vacation in places like China or Bali or New Zealand or Thailand, where they're out of their comfort zone and they need to believe in you and they need to follow you and they need to have a good time. So I came at it from a, that that vantage point. and And um, as I grew in the company, I wanted to understand more about personal development and more about how to incent others and motivate others and more about how to encourage leadership in these people that I was hiring. And so I became a coach and learned some of the principles of how to um, help people discover their own strong suits, their own like secret leverage so that they could be the best versions of themselves on trip like I never taught people how to be a tour leader automaton they had to be who they were like their own version of themselves whether they're a poet or an analyst or an engineer wherever they came from in their in their life or their upbringing or their schooling they needed to be able to let that bubble out to be really um, magnetic and to have this authentic way of relating to people so that it you know it's not wasn't bus tours where you know no shame or shade towards smaller versions of tours where you're almost playing a part we were on these six day five night or sometimes 10 day trips where people really got to know you and they really wanted to feel your story and understand what the landscape meant to you and so you were this this go-between for these people Uh, who wanted to understand deeply where they were traveling, not just surface level. And that involves you actually sharing deeply of yourself and what means and matters to you. And so my, my whole leadership program really became a lot about um, the self discovery and the emotional intelligence, the ability to relate to people heart to heart, human to human, very, very uh, authentic and very um, personal. So not not your normal leadership coach I guess, right? <laughs> but what really is normal,
0: you know, we yeah. all come from some really cool story. Yeah. And everyone's life leads to where it leads, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so cool how you took what you learned from that and blossomed it into what you have today. Yeah. And it is how we learn though. We it learn is. from life experience and that yeah. really I think is the best learning. Yeah. You know, it's more than just sitting at a desk and having someone like make you remember things, you know? It's right. like life is learning. Yep. You know, yeah. So I think that's amazing.
1: Yeah, I love thanks.
0: That. Yeah. So how did you get into coaching then? So you went from yeah. that and you just decided, yeah. okay. I'm so gonna- while I
1: was still working for the company, I got a coaching certification because I, I my bent was really towards human development and personal yeah. development. So I I wanted that extra boost, uh uh to bring into my work as the executive as a leadership development you know mm-hmm. director um, and so then I started coaching inside the company I started coaching emerging leaders in the company who didn't know how to manage others who didn't know how to lead others the way I had learned organically from being on trip and so then I created a whole university inside the company for desk jobbers who needed that leadership development And it just kept growing and growing. And then COVID happened and our um, tour leading business really like constricted. And so I just started coaching outside, like I hung my own shingle and started coaching mostly women who were in high level leadership positions, like, you know, VP, director, senior manager kind of positions who were seeking that um, that grounding of learning that no one ever gave them like so many of us get promoted based on our results or our ability to uh, make things happen but we're not taught how to lead others or how to teach others or how to mentor or manage others we sort of just pick that up as we go and so I started filling that gap of helping people actually have a framework for how to develop people how to hire people train people mentor them manage them um, you know, indoctrinate them in a way that's going to help them be productive and feel fulfilled. Uh, And I just loved it. So I I ended up uh, a couple of years ago, just doing my own thing now. So I run my own
0: leadership development company. I love that. There are so many companies that need that. Yes. Like what you said, like I've even worked for companies where people are just promoted from within because of their Maybe their sales results or just, you know, it's usually always about the money. You know, the more you bring in, the higher you'll go. But it's then, you know, what if they're, you know, a jerk and they step on whoever they can to get to where they are and they don't care about the people who they're leading. And I've worked for companies like that and I've worked for the opposite. I've had, you know, people that I've worked for in the past where their leadership style was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always wondered, you know, how to, how does that even yeah. happen? You know, how do you yeah. develop that? Do you learn that? Because like, then there, I think about too, like, is it something learned at home? You know, is it the way mm-hmm. that your parents lead the home and how they treat you? And, you know, is everything a team effort in the family? And then you just kind of grow up like that. Or you, are your parents just jerks and they just, you know, go to your room and they don't spend any time with you. And so like, you know, <laughs> you yeah. know and like, you know, and then they're developed into all these bullies you know, and then the bullies become managers and then they need training.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, um, you know, the, the good news is in all the studies that I've read about, the type of intelligence that's required to be a great people manager, the emotional intelligence, is the most bendable, the most moldable, the most improvable, the most malleable of all the other intelligences. You know, Mm -hmm. it suggests that, like, we might be born with a certain set point for IQ or for our ability to, like, draw or be musically talented. You know, some people who can just sit down and, like, create something. I just admire them so much. It's almost like they had that at birth. But emotional intelligence, the ability to relate to other people is absolutely learnable 1000%. So the only thing that's required is that the individual sees it as valuable and wants it for themselves. Agreed. Right. Always. Every time. Yeah.
0: Because if they don't, there's plenty of people out there that don't think there's anything wrong with their
1: leadership style. Yeah. Because they can't see it. Right. Yeah, They don't realize that, yeah, that we, the best leaders get results with people and yes. through people, not as the result of just, you know, squeezing the juice out of their human capital and just, you know, kind of forcing it. Yeah. So, yeah. So when you
0: start working with someone, how do you, how do you start, the, how do you start yeah. working with them and saying, okay, yeah. this is where we're going to start. This is. Step one, like you said, you have a framework, right? So you work do. through the steps. Yes. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. I love to do um, a number of assessments at the beginning just to really get to know the sort of, I air quotes, the operating system of the individual. Mm-hmm. And what I've what I really believe is that we all have our brilliant capabilities, the ways in which we move fast and intuitively and with these quantum leaps to get results, but that we sometimes are driving with our foot on the brake where we're holding ourselves back in some way. And so when I first meet a client, I want to know both of those things, like how are they brilliantly naturally capable and it could be like they think systems or processes or they they have long-term thinking or they achieve results or they are so good with people or they they're so courageous in their vision like we want to figure that out But the thing we really need to know is why are they not leveraging that more what what's in place that's holding them back are they people pleasing are they seeking to fit in are they shredding their own confidence because they're looking around and looking for safety externally looking for validation are they. too critical of everyone else are they really protecting their own ego or are they really forceful and um, sort of domineering and win not to lose perfectionists kind of like um, really ambitious but bruising like all of those things I just named are qualities that can be sussed out and when we are aware of them then we can realize oh this is actually a strength that's being distorted for my success like for those of us who are like I call us women who lead with heart or or strong and sensitive women leaders who feel like we're good people persons we're good with understanding human emotions but sometimes that strength gets distorted and folds back on us doubting ourselves and thinking, well, who am I or everybody else is so good. And then we develop imposter syndrome and we, we watch and wait and we get passive and we sit on our hands and we don't make space for ourselves or raise our hand. And like, I could go on and on, but like, that's kind of our jam. That's kind of like the, the very compassionate heart centered female leader might have that as sort of her dark side that she needs to sort of unearth and realize there are there, there are qualities in that that are holding you back. They've gotten you so far, but they're not going to take you to the next level. They're holding you back.
0: Yeah, it's like that. I I say this all the time. It's like that Marianne Williamson quote: "How we're we're afraid to stand in our power." Right. And it's always it always comes back to some kind of fear it does. Everything in life comes back to some type of fear or some type of trauma that you had as a child, just some type of fear that you've taken on along the way in your life. And also the comparisonitis. Yep. And that's what brings on those limiting beliefs of, oh, well, they're look at them. They're so amazing. I'm not that good. I can never be like that, but maybe they've been doing it for 10 years or 20 years and you're just learning how to do it now. You know, it's like you know you can't come it you it's like comparing yourself apples to oranges <laughs> yep you know yeah and and you don't know because everything that you see is filtered or fake or just what people want you to see and it's not you know what you're seeing online and in the movies yeah. and you know it's scripted and you know filtered and you know totally. and so you're trying to compare yourself to some ideal of what you've built up in your head right meanwhile it's really just Dialing it back, going inward and saying, well, who am I? Yeah. Really? Not yeah. who am I to do that? It's who am yeah. I? Yeah. And where's my power? And what is my power? What's my superpower? Exactly. Like, what do exactly. I bring to the
1: world? Because yeah. we're all unique.
0: We're all we yeah. here. We're all different for a reason.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the ways in which things are easy for us, is exactly what we should be leveraging more so that yes. we can accelerate. But we sometimes discount that and think, well, that's just, it's too easy. Like that's, like everybody knows that. Like we we downplay our strengths sometimes to a disadvantage to, because we feel like they're not special. We don't really see how we're unique and that it is powerful for us to be exactly who we are and to like, embellish that not embellish it but like to indulge that even more to let that be your your strong suit to lead that way not to be thinking what am I missing or what am I lacking or what do I need to get more of that whole idea that I'm not ready yet I need to go prepare more or fix something or improve you know yes improvement is great but not from that instinct that we're somehow missing something in the first place that was always me Mm. I grew up as a people pleaser Mm -hmm. and
0: wanting to fit in and all the things because I, I always, um, I grew up very overweight. And so when you grew up really overweight, most people, you know, Mm -hmm. want to keep their distance from you because you're not a certain way you don't fit Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I was always like desperately trying to fit in. So I was like, Mm Being like a chameleon all the time. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to fit into this group, and I'll do whatever I can to fit into that group, and I just mm-hmm. want to make friends because no one wants to be around me. Yeah, you know. And then I started to go into my jobs that way too, right? You know, and I'll, I'll be just, whatever
1: you need me to be.
0: I'll do anything. Just I'm mm-hmm. I'm your doormat. Here I am. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: You know, and after a while of being a doormat, it gets pretty exhausting. You know, yeah. and then you know, and however you bring in your own support system whether it be through therapy or friends or leadership right. programs or whatever wherever you are and you learn that you do have a superpower yep and that you don't have to lay down and let people walk all over you and yeah. you know and and that what you have to bring to the table is important too exactly yeah. You know, and it's really that whole thing of what I was saying is everything comes back to a fear of some kind and and being afraid to stand in your power because who am I?
1: Right. 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 Yeah. And, and there's some, and then we build an identity around that. Yes. We think, well, I'm the one that helps. I'll just be, I'll help everyone else. I'll be the amenable, easygoing one. I'm the team player. I don't want to <laughs> confront anybody. I don't want to make anybody feel bad. Yeah. We, we adopt all of those other um, thoughts about how we operate as sort of a core identity. And so then we end up pigeonholing ourselves And so when it comes time, like I ask my women who come to me all the time, and you know they'll they'll just have received there's been some consolidation at work, and suddenly they're now a a double director and have a whole other department given to them, and I'm like, well, did you ask for a title change or for compensation re? rebranding, you know, and oh, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. It's not a good time. Like we just went through layoffs. I'm like, girl, like you so <laughs> you're so internalized that, like, I don't want to be a bother yeah. Yeah. That, that you're letting yourself being taken advantage of.
0: Yeah, completely. 1 yeah. million percent. Yeah. And I, I see that all the time with the women that I work with too, because we talk about the salary that they bring in, what type of bonus structure they get, and right. you know how how and what are they doing with their money? Right. And when I hear some of the things they tell me, I'm like, you need to be making way more than you're making for what yeah. you're doing. You yeah. know, and like, oh no, 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 I, I can't, I can't ask. Right. For more. Well, why not? Yeah. You know.
1: Because it feels contraindicatory to who they feel like they are as a person. They don't want exactly. to be the person that is, like, sometimes we do this wrong math. We think, well, if I advocate for myself, then I'm being one of those narcissistic, domineering white men that I hate. It's like, no, you you could never be that. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) You're, Mm -hmm. you're starting from a different place. You just need to learn how to be the version of you who asks for what she deserves and and what she wants.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, most, they say this all the time and most women, you know, when we're little, we're told to be quiet, look pretty and just, you know, let the man Mm -hmm. handle it and Mm -hmm. just, you know, be submissive and all these things. And so when you go into the workforce now with these old, this old way of thinking back from. The early 1900s, early even (laughs) 1800s, going way back, you know, thousands of years of how women were treated. And now we're here. Yeah. And, you know, it's 2023 and women are still treated this way. Yeah. But the way of thinking is that, like, even for me, I'm a single mom and I do it all. And I'm like, no, I I refuse to be treated Mm -hmm. this way.
1: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: and I do everything. How Mm -hmm. dare you? You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like, and, and, and it's, it's learning that and really Mm -hmm. realizing that you have so much to Mm -hmm. bring to the table Mm -hmm. and women make 80% less in general, just in a corporate environment, Mm -hmm. typically, unless you stand up for yourself and Mm -hmm. unless you say, Hey, Mm -hmm. I bring this value to Mm -hmm. you Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I'm worth this. And if you know, I don't get this, I'm peace out. I'm leaving, mm-hmm. you know, and it's really making yourself understand that too. And coming from within to say, Well, I have so much value, I do have a superpower. Mm-hmm. I'm not just gonna sit here at this desk, you know, mm-hmm. and just do what I'm told, instead, I I have a brain. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to use it. And mm-hmm. I have a lot to bring to the table. And, and it's, and, and so many women I talked to are so afraid to speak up and they're like, mm-hmm. no, I can't do that. I, I don't want to yeah. lose my job. I'm afraid they'll right. fire me if I ask for more. Right. Well, no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. you know, it, It's, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to do that.
1: You know. You're reminding me of a training I did just, I think, last week in my group. I have a small coaching group we meet every week. And we the topic was um, the, the short, powerful questions. Like, I call them forward questions, where when especially we're accustomed and socialized to be people-pleasing and not to make big requests, I challenge the gals to just say four words and stop talking and then... I like to say and don't die like and you realize I didn't die right (laughs) and so like like what you just described to me Eileen is sounds like such an empowered um version of a developed self-concept that you have that like I deserve this I deserve to be at the table I'm not taking this anymore but there are so many gals that are are maybe you know on the other side of the river looking at you thinking how did you get there like I could never do that like what's the bridge and uh So maybe one of the bridges is to is to just challenge yourself to do something like uh, to say now, you know, state the obvious. Now that I have two departments, I'm curious about my job title and my compensation structure. And here comes the forward question. What are your thoughts? and stop talking right because when when you do that that you're not necessarily having to create that hollywood speech of the woman who like soldiers for justice and we like are all rooting for her but we think yeah good for her but i can't do that uh, but when you just blurt the forward question you can then see you're in dialogue and it kind of then it it serves up to the other individual an open-ended question that isn't necessarily um barbed It's like a literally open question what are your thoughts and listen to what that person says and then and then enter again well i don't know you know we just went through layoffs that's why we consolidated those two departments and you've been doing really it's really not that much work anyway they can basically manage themselves like blah 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 blah, right if you get all that kind of crap then you could say well it does seem like we with this consolidation i'm taking on more and i would like to see a raise What are your concerns? Another powerful forward question, right? So like, I like to give gals a little bit, I mean, I'm saying women, but um, it's just because I tend to coach women, but anybody who feels more demure or fearful of really being bold and making a big ask, I like to challenge them with just these little um, steps. I'm sure as I'm saying it, even some people listening are thinking like, oh, good God, could I really do that? Like. (laughs) But can you see how that's like it's a it's at least a plank in the in the bridge to go across that river to being the really authoritative self-defining empowered woman that we long to be? It's a step.
0: It is because a lot of times you could have nightmares about the conversation that you want to have with your boss or superior and you know, in your mind, you're like, you have this whole speech,
1: which you really don't need a whole speech. Right? Yes. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, I need to figure out everything I'm going to say and everything he might say. And then what I'm going to say next, it's like, you don't need to do that. You really don't. You're, you're so socially smart i'm sure your listeners can totally relate like if you're um if you are a mom or you're a woman in the world who are na- navigating all of these relationships you're socially a genius you read people you understand mm-hmm. people you have spent a lifetime shape-shifting at parties and social e- environments to fit in <laughs> right to get people to be happy and smile at you and be amenable So, you know, you'll know what to do. You just ask questions and be in that collaborative spirit. You don't have to have the speech.
0: No. And you always leave it on them. Like you always end with a question so that they have to respond to you. It's not like, okay, well, here's my speech. Right. And then you just shut up. And it's like, now what? Yeah. So it's like, this is the value I provide. And this is what's happening to me. And this isn't fair. And this is why well, you don't say that, obviously, but, you right. know, it's like, this is what's happening and this is what we can do to change it. And then they ask that question. Well, what do you think about that? Right. Well, what are your thoughts? And yep. it's perfect. You always yeah. just, and if you think about how attorneys cross, cross examine, they always yes. end with a question, right? Yes. Right. Always yeah. end with a question and leave it on them to respond to you. And then sometimes, you know, they're not used to that. Yeah. Cause they're just used to saying no and overpowering yeah. and all, you know, demanding. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and if you just bring it down to just simple conversation, it's like,
1: yeah, it's so simple. Yeah. It it can be. Yeah. It really can be. And you can reassure yourself that you don't have to have all your talking points in order when you know, I know what I want. Mm-hmm. I know that it's justified. And I got my own back. And if I feel like I, my voice starts to wobble or I feel emotional or I feel nervous or I'm shutting down, I can just ask for a stall. I can just say, you know, I'd, I'd like some time for us to think about this and come back later. How does that sound? My other favorite forward question, you know, like I like to follow up this might, this might not be the time. I feel like there's some resistance. Let's follow up in a week or two. How does that sound? And that gives you this sense of like, I'm in dialogue. I'm not just shutting down and, and like turtle shelling in and feeling like, okay, sorry, sorry for bothering you. I'll just shut up now and be quiet and run away and forget it. Like, no, you're, you're holding your own. Yeah. 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 It's nice
0: to feel in control when internally you feel out of control. Yes. But if you have the right dialogue already prepared with these questions, it makes yeah. it so much easier because even wherever the conversation is going, you can even just stop and ask a question. Exactly. Instead of having a exactly. speech that you think yeah. you have to remember and do like a TEDx speech. and Yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> and you yeah to totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. 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 I love that. I'm glad you like that. Yeah. I love that. It's so powerful because I'm all about empowerment all about Mm. empowerment. It's so important. Women's Mm -hmm. empowerment. And, you know, I always do that through coaching. I do that through money. It's like, you know, changing your life and becoming more in control, not only of your money, it's also being in control of your mindset and your Mm -hmm. life because Mm -hmm. your money is a direct reflection of your life and your life Mm -hmm. is a direct reflection of your money. Mm -hmm. They're all encompassing. Mm -hmm. And if you're not feeling empowered Mm -hmm. in either respect, Mm -hmm. You know, that's when we start to spiral yeah. and we just sink back in and become small and stuck. Right. Right. And there's so many women that just feel stuck. Meanwhile, there's a whole world out there to experience and, you know, finding your way and really just realizing that just in general, that we don't have to stay small. We don't have to stay stuck. Yeah. If you're a single mom, you can do it all. But Mm -hmm. you can also enjoy your life and you can stand up for yourself and be empowered and take control and not feel like you're being steamrolled by the world and Mm -hmm. your ex and whatever else. Mm -hmm. And then even if you're a single woman, you've got nothing holding you back. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Except your own self-concept. Exactly. 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 The thoughts that you have about your worthiness and your merit and your deservingness. That's the yep. the inner hurdle is to really see all that you have. I always say that the only thing you
0: can't control is your thoughts. Mm-hmm. That's really the only thing that you're really in control of. True. Everything starts with a thought. Right. And then from there, it's how you react to that thought. Right. Right. You know? And like, even on my bathroom mirror, I have, I see it every morning. First thing I see, every time I go in the bathroom, it says, the most powerful thing in the universe are the things I tell myself.
1: Yeah, beautiful. You know?
0: And it's like the negative self talk, mm-hmm. however, you know, and then like the thoughts that I have. Cause a lot of times when you're in the shower, you know, that's when mm-hmm. the most everything happens, right? It's <laughs> right. Like your, your own meditation zone. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like you always have the best ideas in the shower because that's when your mind is like mostly chilling out because you're feeling yeah. good in the water and it's like even yeah. if you don't meditate or just sit still that's when it happens right and, you know it's amazing how how much we can change in like an instant yeah. right yeah. but it's all it starts with that thought right and then you say to yourself oh I can do this this is amazing this is a great thing and then oh no I can't do that right immediately yeah like you talk And that's just self protectionism.
1: Yes. Exactly. It's yeah. the,
0: the tiger chasing you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's an evolutionary reason why we have negative self-talk, but it's not helpful to us in this modern age. Like we don't need to be afraid. We don't, there isn't anything that's death defying about being seen and expressing yourself. It feels scary. It feels vulnerable inducing, but it really is the only way to live on purpose is to be really authentic using your mouth speaking up being seen raising your hand taking up space and knowing and seeing like this is my birthright I'm not I'm not supposed to just fit in everywhere and be small and shapeshift to suit everyone else Yeah, that's a that's a tactic that may have served us when we were younger but it doesn't it's not a long-term strategy for being a human
0: no And another thing that I see with the women that I work with is that when I do mention things like this, like, hey, you know, you have a great job, but you're not being paid what you're worth. Right. And then they say, no, I can't. I'm too tired. I'm too burnt out. I'm too overwhelmed, overscheduled with the kids or whatever. I can't take on more. Mm -hmm. And it's not necessarily taking on more. It's just asking for what you were. And I think that people think of it, in the way where they'll only pay me more if I do more.
1: Right. Which I that's think our is own a conception right? Yeah, that's right. our own, connect- uh, like our own sort of like attachment to that my doing, my achieving, my task accomplishment is my worthiness. Yeah. And when I really believe that, then I don't think I can go ask for more money without taking on more responsibility because I've made those two things be equal. I'm always helping gals do less. They feel so guilty. They feel so, right? They think, but but I, how can I do? like? But as we get promoted, we're supposed to do less. We're supposed to Delegate, you know, direct right? and manage and orchestrate all of the others and not be the sole individual contributor that is achieving all the things. But man, are we attached to our results equaling our worthiness, our task mm-hmm. accomplishment, our to-do list, you know, Um, throughput, meaning I had a good day. I'm, I'm effective. I, I deserve my salary. That's a huge mindset that needs, we need to shake that off. You know, executives, presidents, leaders, they're not the doers. They're the thinkers and the creators and the, the people who get everyone else aligned and get a purposeful mission and a vision you know, communicate it. I think the more you go up, the more you need to talk more and do less, which should suit us quite well. You and me, at least, <laughs> totally agree with that.
0: <laughs> no, I I definitely agree with that because I I still like even now like I was saying before about the to do list. It's like you know we don't celebrate the fact of oh, what we have right. done and you know it's that little bit that we didn't do which makes us cut ourselves off at the knees. Yep. And it's that whole mindset, yeah, that just needs to go. Yeah. It just needs to go. Yeah. And then if you have the right team, it all falls into place anyway.
1: Right yeah and um and allowing for that to like we just think that we need to control so much to feel safe that we are like overseeing everything and everything is up to perfectionist standards and everybody's like happy and doing their tasks it's learning how to let things roll which is another skill that it, it takes a little bit of uh practice i think momming helps that like we we realize mm-hmm. like we, we can't control everything. We want to just try to ease things forward in the general direction that they all should be going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, the, um, it does take a little practice to shake loose from some of those beliefs that have us so tied down, so hardwired into our own overwhelm, thinking that it has to be done a certain way or that it has to be done at all.
0: So what would you say to someone then who's just struggling with this? They're just thinking, well, I have to do it all. I'm yeah. so burnt out, but they can't see it because yeah. they're so overwhelmed and burnt out. And just yeah, like, it's there's, just yeah,
1: exactly. I know it's like a cage that we keep building and then putting yeah. ourselves in. So it's, it really is a process. Um, yeah. I have, you know, there's some things that I've developed over time to help loosen those knots a little bit. Like I'm thinking of this one. Um, little workbook I created for women who suffer imposter syndrome who have that negative critical self-talk on overdrive that that's the first thing that we want to start start to um, Mm -hmm. dissolve and so what I what I like to do is create sort of like those planks of the bridge that crosses the river you know That we know we want to feel empowered and calm and and in command and confident but how I think we start with just a few tactical things so I start with helping gals see first of all that they have an inner critic and see her as a subset of you not the whole you and then start like diminishing that version of you It, it it's almost like some silly little exercises where like you almost personify that silly, small, little negative version of you and speak to her so that you start to um, just work those steps of taking out the things that are detracting from your confidence and your success and letting the other things that are true blossom forward. It takes a little bit of uh, both of those things happening at once. Does that make sense? It completely makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I have gals write like this whole, I like make them get a big poster, like butcher paper, and write down everything that they ever done in their entire lives that's magnificent that maybe people don't know about them, like everything, uh, things like that to help disprove that inner critic that you're that you're not worthy or emeritus or that you're not arrived or achieved yet. It's like, F that. Like, you are, yeah. you learn how to ride a motorcycle or you skydived once or you're, you know, you can draw. Like, or you took care of a, a puppy or you helped somebody move. Like, all that stuff. You are a human that is capable and has contributed in ways that have meaning. And you need to keep seeing that. Almost like an antidote to that part of your brain. It's like, oh, 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 but you're, you still suck and you should lose five pounds and you're not as good as your neighbor and blah, 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 blah. Just your brain braining. I agree. Like I had to train
0: myself to celebrate myself. Yeah. I started a journal. I have many different journals and each journal is a different purpose. So at the end of every day, I have this journal that I call my victory journal. Yeah. So at the end of every day, I just write what I'm celebrating, what, what things can I celebrate from That's today? awesome. And it could be a huge thing or a tiny thing. Like, Oh, you know, I, I didn't eat that cookie that I really wanted to. Whatever. It could be anything, you know, That's or like, entry. you know, I got to interview Joe today on the podcast. you know, and yeah. it's like, everything that I'm celebrating I you know I went for a beautiful walk this after like that's going in there you know like I enjoyed the sun today you know like little things and big things but it's celebrating life yes you know and seeing the good yeah seeing all the good and all the gratitude that you have out for everything because if you can't find the gratitude that's what keeps you stuck And you're like I don't I don't do enough and like you keep yourself in that in that mode of
1: just sadness, yeah, and self judgment and this that everything compare and despair, yeah,
0: yeah. The I like the comparisonitis. It's so
1: awful. It's yeah, yeah.
0: But yeah, no. I thank you so much for this because what you have. What you've developed over this course of time and through all the Mm -hmm. women you've worked with and all of your experience, it's so Mm -hmm. powerful and so needed. Thanks, Eileen. It really, really is. Yeah,
1: that's, uh, it's what I feel like I'm meant to do. And I love doing it. I love having conversations like this and helping people see that what they really long for Mm -hmm. is really not out of reach. They have, they already have it inside of them. They just might be holding themselves back a little bit.
0: Totally agree. I totally yeah. agree. And I would love to uh, link in the show notes that uh, limiting belief workbook that, you've said that you said. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's easy. It's actually a free download on my website. I think okay. if I'm saying it right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. perfect.
0: So I'll put yeah. the link in the show notes. And then also, please let everyone know where they can reach you. And what's, you know, where are you located? What's the best way to find you? And then any yeah. offerings that you have available right now that you
1: want to discuss? Yeah. Right on. Well, probably the easiest way to find me is just on my website, which is www.joleader.com. J-O-L-E-A-D-E-R.com. And that's my house. Everything that you that I do is there. I have a free YouTube channel where a lot of free content is available. I have a series called 10-Minute Trainings on things like imposterism and negative self-talk and how to be confident and be more decisive and people please less, perfectionism less, all those things. I'm a teacher at heart. So that's a nice way to sort of get an infusion of more of my, my trainings. And then of course on my website, I have all the ways that you can work with me. I do facilitated workshops for corporations to help uh, everyone up level. Mm-hmm. And I coach women in small groups and one-on-one. So yeah, JillLeader.com. That's, that's my home. I love it. I love yeah. it.
0: Thank you so much for being here today. I, I- loved
1: this conversation. Thanks. Same. Same. I
0: really appreciate it so much. And I'm sure that you're going to have an uptick in some viewership on your YouTube channel for sure. And I hope that everyone goes and downloads that workbook because we can all use that and we can always use a refresher (laughs) at all times. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, if anyone wants to get in touch with Joe, please hop on her website and go check her out. Thank you so much, Joe, for being
1: here today. I appreciate it. Thanks, Eileen. I'm glad to be here.
0: Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, please share on your social media and tag me at Eileen Joy Money Coach so I can see which episodes you're loving. The only way this podcast grows is by you sharing it. Please rate, review, and subscribe down below. See you next week.